Welcome to the Chicago Poetry Tour podcast, produced by the Poetry Foundation, publisher of Poetry Magazine. This is tour number 16, Danny's Tavern. This tour highlights poetry readings in Chicago's Bucktown neighborhood and features poetry by Shrikanth Reddy and Peter O'Leary. The Chicago Poetry Tour is a multimedia tour of poetry written in and about Chicago. It features a wide range of poets, set in a variety of neighborhoods and landmarks. The tour explores 22 sites around the city and showcases the dynamic and legendary history of poetry in Chicago through archival and contemporary recordings of poets and scholars, local musicians, and historic photos. You can take the whole tour for free at poetryfoundation.org. This unremarkable corner in Bucktown may not look like a hotbed of contemporary poetry, but since 2001, Danny's Tavern has hosted a lively reading series curated by Joel Craig. Another series at nearby Myopic Books on Milwaukee Avenue started in the early 1990s. Here at Danny's, two or three poets read each month. It's one of the first places I read in Chicago. I have very fond memories of Danny's. And it's kind of one of the more hip, kind of funky reading series, you know, around here. Shrikanth Reddy, who was born and raised in Chicago, teaches poetry at the University of Chicago. His poetry has been said to renegotiate the impasse between traditional and experimental approaches. In Fundamentals of Esperanto, Reddy combines a description of the rules of the invented language with a story about a man who builds an elaborate birdhouse for marlins that never come. I wrote this poem when I was living abroad uh, in a country where I didn't speak the language. Uh, as you'll hear, this is a poem about uh, not really being able to communicate with others. Here's Shrikanth Reddy reading the conclusion of Fundamentals of Esperanto. As we speak, Esperanto is being corrupted by upstart languages such as interlingua, Klingon, Java, and various cryptophasic tongues. Our only hope of reversing this trend is to write the Esperanto epic. Through its grandeur and homegrown humility, it will spur men to freeze the mutating patois so the children of our children's children may dwell in this song and find comfort in its true texture and frame. It's worth a try. As I imagine it, it ends in the middle of things. Every line of the work is a first and a last line, and this is the spring of its action. Of course, there's a journey, and inside that journey, an implicit voyage through the underworld. There's a bridge made of boats, a carp stuffed with flowers, a comic dispute among sweetmeat vendors, a digression on shadows, men clapping in fields to scare away crows, an unending list of warships, the Unternehmen, the Impresa, the Muyarchi, Vietnam, the Presencia Piorzvo, the Indarca, the Enterprise, L'Entreprise, Entrepreno. One could go on, but by now, all the characters have turned into swallows and bank as one flock in the sky. That is, all except one. That's how we finally learn who the hero was all along. Weary and old, he sits on a rock and watches his friends fly one by one out of the song. 
then turns back to the journey they all began long ago, keeping the river to his right. Shrikanth Reddy, reading an excerpt from Fundamentals of Esperanto. Another Chicago poet who's active in the local reading scene is Peter O'Leary. He's a co-founder of the journal Lung and is involved with flood editions. He's the executor for the literary estate of poet Ronald Johnson and teaches at the Art Institute of Chicago. O'Leary also holds a Ph.D. from the Divinity School at the University of Chicago, and religion is central to his poetry. Thinking about religion almost always reinforces the ideas about poetry. And likewise, I find that poetry is constantly illuminating religious, oh, you know, religious conflicts or ideas or, you know, the patterns of the history of religion are frequently reflected in the patterns of the development of literature, etc. I find them very complementary, you know, very, very sort of necessarily entwined. Raised in a Catholic family, O'Leary has always been devout, but it was on a trip to Greece that he discovered his true calling. It really was paradigm shifting. It was transformative. It was earth shaking. I, I saw this Byzantine image of Christ and realized that it was it was completely alive and it was being it was being addressed in the present in this great actuality and i became just became fixated on orthodox christian theology its history and particularly the iconography which started to suggest all sorts of poetic possibilities for me his collection watchfulness explores orthodox icons and christian mysticism one poem, Luminous Great Mass, describes Holy Trinity, an Orthodox cathedral designed by Louis Sullivan in Chicago's Ukrainian village. The poem is a fantasy in which the church is imagined as a vessel for exploring inner space. And, like many of O'Leary's poems, this one has some unusual words, such as orrery. Orrery is a model, a working model of the solar system. Here's Peter O'Leary reading his poem, Luminous Great Mass. Holy Trinity airship billows a Chris Elephantine cave, Louis Sullivan, architect, Lord Master, conceived of in the hollow of power. He swells. I am his balloonist, balancing an azimuth. As earth apps, I orbit, robed in hot gas and leather fastened by a yoke stalk of gravity to golden onions nozzling heavens, whose suns are stomachs with churches in their navels. Each we are priests as aeronauts at the vestibules and enter the cavity, space, self, organ, celestial nave, bellies, stars, sailors named saints, and adore. Their egress is bitter weeping, their praise pure Russian form a cathedral, my inner orrery. Peter O'Leary, reading Luminous Great Mass. This has been the Chicago Poetry Tour podcast. This was tour number 16, Danny's Tavern. The narrator was Patty McKenney. The opening music is by the Deep Blue Organ Trio, used with permission of Delmark Records. The full tour with 22 sites is available for free. You can take the multimedia tour online or download audio files at poetryfoundation.org.
I'm Ed Herman. Thanks for listening.